So you wanna be a master of Pokemon? Do you have the skills to be number one? I wanna take the ultimate step, find the courage to be bold. Pokemon. To risk it all and not forget the lessons that I hold. I wanna go where no one's been, far beyond the crowd. Learn the way to take command. going on everybody this is gil the host of the geek out show we're doing a special episode with my special guest here detour cousins stefan what's going on bro what's going on g glad glad to be back on the, the geek out show that's my favorite place to be on a friday night yes so glad to hear that you know uh, the first you know interview slash getting to know you us shooting the shit I thought it went so well, um, and we've been talking back and forth, and uh, we were talking about a mutual love that we have of Pokemon, so we're actually going to do a special Pokemon uh, episode type of thing, and I thought it was fitting since coming up, what is it, on the 27th of this month is uh, the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, so 25 years of Pokemon, long fucking time. It's showing our age. It's just showing how old we actually are. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, shit, dude. Like, Pokemon's been around since, you know, I was a little kid. Um, my kids collect Pokemon cards, and they ask me about, like, the OG stuff and all that other stuff. You know, the gaming, everything. Everything's evolved since, like, you know, fitting, pun intended, <laughs> since, <Yeah>. we were <laughs> little, since we were younger. Um, you know, things are better. Some things aren't. You know, but um, except for the most part, a lot of things are better now. Right, 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 right. I mean, when you when you think about how it's evolved, I remember being in the in, you know fifth grade and seeing someone playing blue version. Like, what is this awesome looking turtle on that cartridge you got, my good friend? And I'm like, this is Pokemon. <laughs> like, Pokemon. What kind of crazy you making drug dealer game names that? Like, <laughs> like Pokemon. What's it all about? And it just started from then, man playing the blue version and then graduating to, to yellow and it was just history from them and every generation I, I tackled it um not to mention the, the cards it, things got really bad with the cards too i mean <laughs> growing up in brooklyn you're talking about getting robbed of your pokemon cards things things got really serious it got really bad Oof. especially the uh the exclusive japanese holographic ones oh oh fuck i'm sure Oof. man the hollow foils, man, they 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 ran a, a, a pretty price, and you definitely paid the price if you had one. You weren't walking with friends, <laughs> Rob. You your, your binder, your laminated binder of cards. Nightmare, man, complete nightmare. <laughs> um, did so, so you actually hit the nail, uh, the nail on the head because I was actually going to ask you what was it, red or blue? So you said blue, same thing for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pokemon blue, you know, blue all day. Um, that was my first introduction. I never got to play Yellow, uh, but I know of it. My cousin, she had it. 
Um, and like same same thing, man. Like I fell in love with the property, and there's something about Pokemon, man. Like a Pokemon game, like when you get them, you know, level five, and you work them all the way up to like, you know, level hundred, or probably not a level hundred by the time that you end the game, but like, you know, fighting gym leader, you know, your 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 rival facing an elite four or something, you know, whatever equivalent it is in that particular interpretation at the time. Um, you build that bond. Yeah, you do, man. And you, you actually start to feel like you're Ash Ketchum. You know, you have your... A hundred and ten fucking percent, bro. Uh, uh, oh my God, yes, you do, bro. And I know, like, right, right, right up on the moment you're about to hit the elite four, you get these goosebumps. You're like, yo, this is it. This is what I've been training for. This it's is you and hard. your ride or die. You know, yes. the starter that you pick. Yeah, you got your, you got your hyper potions, you got your revives, you have your max, you got two or three max revives because you can get them all because you just made it out of the, the last. <laughs> and like, I hope I got enough because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to black out and lose half my money and go back to the Pokemon Center. Hundred <laughs> percent, bro. And then bad. like, I remember, um, you know, going up against Victory Road, like Ooh, as like a, a five, five, six year old. Dude, that shit is intense, bro. That's it like, yo, it, 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 it is. And then it's like, you don't know if you're going to get through. You're like, are my Pokemon strong enough? Like, am I good enough? Like, what the fuck? Um, it's a real testament to, like, how, how good of a trainer you are, man. And, like, especially, like, I felt it a lot more when I was younger, I feel like. I feel like now, like, I know the strategy and how I could win by, like, the Pokemon that I put on my team. But as a kid, bro, you don't really know that. You just go like, I like this Pokemon because he's fire. I like this Pokemon because he's water. Yeah, exactly. And then you have like, you know, three grass and like one fire, one water. And then like yeah. a, a electric. Yeah, we're so bad. Everybody's one shot of you. team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. It, it, got, it got crazy because uh, I remember playing um, the first run and – the way the game worked, there was a lot of, uh, I would say, overpowered Pokemon. One in particular, I remember, Sandslash, was extremely overpowered. And they ended up nerfing him in, in the other games, but his HP would, would jump into the 200 range with relative ease before he hit level 60, and his attack power was insane. So if you ended up with, a, a let's say, a Sandslash, whatever starter was your choice, Needle King, if you were lucky enough to get you know a trade going, you get Golem and Alakazam. <laughs> You were wiping the floor with the Elite Four. Forget about Lance the Dragon Master. He was wrecked on, on sight. You get a cloister with Ice Beam and you, you, you win the game. That's all you need for the game. <laughs> a cloister with Ice Beam. You're talking, yeah. you're talking a lot of strategy right there. You're talking a lot of strategy. And people that don't know strategy would not know. But nope. yes. <laughs> yep. So I wanted to uh, talk about the starters. Um, and I actually wanted to talk about what would be like our starter that we would pick from each generation so we're going to start off you know first generation as we know kanto um bulbasaur charmander squirtle who you picking only one squirtle 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 for a number of reasons number one i love turtles you know me i'm ninja turtle love i love turtles <laughs> and uh number two squirtle squad get your shades on deal with it love it to death and number three you can't get past brock with a Charmander, okay? A hundred percent, dude. Like, you, Charmander's oh. cool, and, and we all want a Charizard, but you, you ain't getting past Brock with Charmander. No, no fucking no. way you are. 
And I mean, ultimately, yeah, Bulbasaur would, would work, but Bulbasaur would only be good for um, taking on that Geo dude and his graveler. But realistically, Squirtle's so much more cooler all the way. And Squirtle has great special defense, special attack. Well, decent special attack, but his defense is where he shines. And honestly, Squirtle all the way, hands down, no contest. I feel it. I feel it. Um, so for my Kanto starter, I remember who I chose originally back in the day was Bulbasaur. Because I was yeah. like, I, wa- I want to be able to beat Brock. And I was like, I'm going to have a fairly good advantage against uh, Misty as well. So there goes one and two. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if we go in now, give me Charmander. I'm yeah. Charmander. Charmander. I'm, I'm Char- picking, I'm Charmander, picking it. Charmander is definitely good for um, anyone after <laughs> Misty. The first two. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think if you pass Rocket Misty and you hit Lieutenant Surge and you hit um the Celadon City Gym, it, it gets so much better with Charmander. Because once you hit Celadon, after that you got what? Uh Celadon City, you have uh the Fuchsia Gym, you have who's who's the, the you got Sabrina's gym. Yeah. Tons of tons of opportunity for, for Charmander to shine. But yeah like Charmander first, definitely when you start off it's an uphill battle. And then, kind of after that, you're kind of coasting a bit. Uh-huh. If yeah. you have, I, I know a lot of Charmander um, uh, players. They end up getting like an Oddish early on, just yes. to get into a, to a gloom to compensate for that. A hundred percent. That wow. was me, bro. That was me right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so for so Jodo, Jodo, we got Chikorita, Cyndaquil, and Totodile. Oh, Who are you picking? Totodile. Totodile. All the way. Offensive beast. Totodile was the man. I mean, I think gold version, because I played gold version on the state of Silver, okay. that was probably my most enjoyable game because it introduced a lot of the elements we see now and it introduced so many di- new types. So Totodile all the way, equipment with, um, with I teach him Ice Punch when you, when you buy it from the shop. And I mean, this guy's a beast. He learned Crunch. He learned, you could teach him you know, Ice Punch, and he had all the powerful water moves. Totodile all the way. That's a really good point that you bring up, actually, because Jodo did change the game, man, because like, that's when we got the introduction to Dark Type. Dark um, got the introduction to Ice. We got the introduction to um, Steel. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else did we get the introduction to. There was new types. A lot more dual yeah, types. Yeah, and a lot of, um, I guess, augmented weaknesses because you couldn't really do much against um, uh, a, 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 a type like Alakazam unless you really had its um, the dark type to, to combat or a ghost type. And it was difficult mm-hmm. to raise a ghost type. And you didn't really have much options that way. Uh, yeah, because you wouldn't be able to catch one until like a certain point in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and even then, it's a, it's a nightmare. And to have that extra defense, and even and it, Sneasel was one of my favorites. And even till now, I, I use Weevil. Sneasel's a beast, bro. Oh, like, so, I mean, uh, that that evolution line, Weevil. Yeah, that, that Weevil is a good Pokemon. Solid fucking poke used in uh, competitive. I know that. Awesome, so, man! Crazy attack. Oh, definitely. And the move set. Oh my gosh, Ice Dark. You can teach him a fighting move. You cover the entire spectrum, with the exception of, of, of a dragon slaying move. You, know, <laughs> you, you, you got the you got the ice right there. So yeah. 
fucking very well-rounded uh, arsenal right there. I remember my uh my um and the thing about Goldberg is also I ran a, a Tyranitar, a Sneasel, Houndoom, another Darkfire. Oh my god! I ran my uh for alligator and I forget the others. I think I, I kept Ho-O in my um in my party. So after you defeat the Elite Four, you get to fight Red. That was like the best fucking thing ever too like that's what what really like made this game like so fucking legendary i feel like for so many people is like the fact that you get to you know go against red the character that you were originally in either red or blue like it's that little payoff like if you've been around since red or blue guess what he's back and now you got to take him on and he only shows up like on friday that game had a great schedule Kept you, kept you, uh, kept you engaged with all the different Pokeballs. So yeah, definitely. But yeah, total now, totally for me, man. Um, so I was actually opposite from you as which game I picked. I actually picked uh, Silver. I oh. prefer Lugia over Ho. Sorry, just do. Um, and then <laughs> I also picked uh, Totodile as my starter as well. Um, and to this day or today, I, I think I would pick uh, Totodile as well. I preferred Totodile over Chikorita. Never a huge fan of, uh, I don't know, just what, what Chikorita ends up being or Cyndaquil. Just, I think Totodile is uh, better well-rounded with the attacks and abilities and everything else. He was the Charizard of this generation. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoenn, our third generation. Oh, we yes. have Trico, Torchic, and Mudkip. Um, and it was either Sapphire or Omega. Or hold on. Um, sorry, before I, go, before, before I go there, before I go there, sorry about that. Let's go back to Johto real quick. Because uh, their other generation that they had or iteration was um, Crystal. And I think that's the first time that they kind of like introduced that you could get a little bit of both games. Or I guess like the next generation of uh, Gila. Did you ever play Crystal or did you pass on that yeah. one? Crystal, Crystal was special because it kind of gave you the uh, the Jodo experience as uh, as Suicune's uh, storyline. Yes, of, uh, I don't want to call it. So I think that was very unique for them to do. It added some more depth to the to the normal, you know, uh, just regular training. It kind of added that story element. So it's not just about Team Rocket anymore. Now we're trying to develop the story so you can actually have some some fun as you catch Pokemon and kind of do some side quests as you go. Because I remember catching Cohen in the uh, the Burn Tower, level forty, but then Lugia would be available at level seventy much later on. Yep. So having having Suicune, you know, and catching Suicune Entei and, and, and Rifle was a nightmare. Um, I used to freak. Oh, out one dude, time. that shit Ooh. fucking sucked as a kid, man. Like I was like, God dang it! Remember getting Stop frustrated. <laughs> and I, better I not. You better like, not fly. You better not exactly. fly. <laughs> I ran. A, I ran a mystery of this on my team, and I thought it mean that. And I actually trapped Rico one time, but he knocked me out and then ran. <laughs> so like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But really good stuff, man. But yeah, definitely good a good version. Crystal really set the bar up high for the franchise. Oh, definitely. So let's go back to the Hoenn. Uh, so this was Ruby or Sapphire. At a later point, they did Emerald. Um, so who did you pick, Trico? Torchic, Mudkip. So this Who one was, was actually pretty hard because I, I would say 
this group of, of Pokemon was extremely balanced. Um, 100%. I'm glad that you brought that up. They look great on their final evolutions, but I kind of stuck to my, stuck to my water and picked uh, Mudkip because out of the out of the other two, even though uh, Torchic eventually evolved into Blaziken, which had the Fire Flying type set, it's more or less the same as Charizard, but Mudkip gained the, uh, the ground attribute, which is crazy offensive. So having ground kind of gave you um, some leverage over electric types that weren't flying. So to me, offensively, Mudkip was the, uh, the logical twist to go with. Okay, got you. And then which, uh, what did you go, Ruby or Sapphire? Oh, um, Sapphire. Oh, Sapphire. <laughs> and then did you get Omega? I mean, Omega. Oh, my gosh. Emeralds after? It's crazy. I actually skipped on Emerald because... Um, really? Okay. Yeah, I actually skipped Emerald because I, I felt like when, after playing Crystal, it was more or less the same game. There wasn't really much... It was. You know, it wasn't really a, a bigger addition. Just, you know, the, the, the Rayquaza additions who kind of uh, balance it out. But you can still get Rayquaza in the regular game. So exactly. it wasn't it wasn't a, a too big of an investment I, I would have jumped on. So I just stuck to Sapphire and just kept playing. It was it was actually a really damn good game. Because that this jump from from Johto to Hoenn, it, it added so many new elements. I mean egg moves, different gameplay, different type of graphics, different movesets. I mean, holy cow, it it took it to a whole new level completely a better bike thank god <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah and team magma, team magma and, and team um team aqua, aqua. two opposing you know villains. oh that's the first ball. time that we got it huh because we like finally stepped yeah. away from rocket mm-hmm. oh shit yeah you're really, right really good for me i also chose uh same as you i i, I chose uh Sapphire, Kyogre oh. all day, and then oh, yeah. I, I I later on got Emerald, and then like you said, it wasn't it was basically a retelling of Crystal, where you end up just getting both Legendaries plus you could get Rayquaza, Rayquaza, and then uh, oh my God, was Deoxys as well. Yes, yes. Deoxys I completely forgot about him till right now. I was like, oh yeah, you could get Deoxys too. Um, I think you can in the regular game too, right? You can, but to me, Deoxys was like diet YouTube. I'm like, yeah. really? Another psychic pseudo legendary? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my star- dude, exactly what you said. Um, all these starters, they're they're top tier to me. I feel yes. like they're the most well rounded and probably some of the best, if not the best, uh, starter as like a whole. Like the the best listing here. Um, People could argue it, but I I honestly think they may be better than Kanto. Uh, just Kanto beats out for a lot of people. That Kanto are, are, is preferred just, I guess, because it's their original 150 and what they're used to. But I, I honestly feel like uh, these Pokemon could probably whoop that ass to Kanto. I, I agree 100%. The whole, <laughs> the whole starters are the best balanced Period. And it, and, and it's hard to pick one because to be honest, bro, I've played um I've played this game a couple times. I've picked the different starters, I picked each different starter. Uh it was to where I just said, you know what? 
I did the uh, chip cheap way where I would start a game, transfer it, start a game, transfer it. And uh, me and my brothers, you know, we ran the fucking game with uh, all three. <laughs> you know, we all had uh, Trico, Torchic, and Mudkip. And it's kind of like a cheap way. But we're like, dude, they're so fucking good. We don't know what which one to pick. So um, the first first time when we played Sapphire, we didn't do that. But once we got, uh, what you call it? emerald we definitely did that oh, yeah. so don't we think i cheated and just did an easy yeah. way guys anybody listening i did not take the easy way and just did that off off rip um my first person my first starter that i picked was trico and uh i think today i'll just go with trico i'll fuck with him and uh top tier and top fucking tier. dragging that group grass and then stone edge to take care of those pesky fire types those pesky yep. flying types i mean you can't lose man yeah and just yeah it was just definitely very uh revolutionary or oh my god (laughs) yeah i guess you could say revolutionary it it was just crazy it was just game changing um set the bar so for uh, oh go ahead yeah i was gonna say you had the uh the passive abilities too like um like when you switch your pokemon in they're like has like intimidate or something like that and like reduces your attack oh yeah the abilities yep Perfect, man. So good. Our fourth uh, generation that we have is Sinnoh, Turtwig, <laughs> Chimchar, Piplup. We got Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh, which nice. game did you have and which starter did you have? Or which one did you so, go with? I picked Diamond. And this was another hard one. Not as uh, crazy difficult as, let's say, Hoenn, but this okay. one was hard because all three of are Offensive beast, but I went with Piplup because I default to water. Mm-hmm. And just having that water steel combo, it was exciting. I didn't know what to what to make of it, so I picked Piplup all the way. <laughs> nice. Um I also had Diamond Team Dialga. Uh <laughs> and then my first time around, I picked Turtwig. Um, mm. And then we also got what was it? Diamond, pearl, and oh, platinum. We got platinum as the uh, kind of like the two in one. Yep. And I, you know, I know that we were saying crystals fucking top tier, fucking good, or that generation, like how you got to play uh, red at the end, just because I feel like that's like maybe one of the longest games ever, yeah. as far as Pokemon. Um, but I think platinum maybe a little bit longer if not just as long because with platinum you get all of the regular storyline with uh both legendaries and you get another storyline with um oh my gosh giratina i almost forgot the name giratina uh and then all also like all the pseudo legendaries that it uh introduces like heatran uh fucking oh my god they just introduce so many different you know side legendary pseudo legendaries and i'm just like what the like that game is dumbass long and then you know we of course get arceus the god pokemon um it it was just definitely i feel like each we're, we're repeating ourselves here each game was game changing and offered something new something different to the fandom 
and they definitely kept on one-upping themselves like each and every time. Oh, I mean, even with the uh, even with like the side evolutions, the the branch evolutions. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we had branch evolutions, you know, with um, with a uh, uh, Valplume and, and like Sunflora, but to have you know a gender bender, um, Gardevoir and um, Galley. Yo, that yo, that was yep. That's the first time we ever had that. Yep. I'm like this is and Galley's a beast. Don't we learn Psycho Cut and Leaf Blade? Like it's an offensive monster, monster. Thank you, bro. I feel like uh, what you call it? So many people jock Gallade, which I mean, uh, Gardevoir, which Gard- Gardevoir is nice, but Gallade is fucking good too, man. Oh yeah, great design. Give both I mean, respect, not ooh, just Gardevoir. Real. And my only regret with with that um, that trio of games was not picking Chimchar. As much as I love Piplup, there was such a lack of fire Pokemon that were accessible yes. throughout like the main, the main story. Chimchar was it. Plus, Chimchar had the, the fighting and fire attributes. So, we're talking about cleaning house. Um, well, when I did it, it, uh, Platinum, I picked Chimchar instead of Churchwig. Yeah, good call, man. Because, you know, in Churchwig, in its own right, when it, when it, when it evolves into Torterra, um, having that ground and grass attribute, it was, it was a monster. It was a beast Pokemon. Oh, definitely. As far as having good coverage for the rest of the game, it was hard. Even the, um, the fire gym leader. It didn't really have many fire types. It had um, Infernape as his, uh, his go-to, but it had Pokemon like Driftblim that just happened to have a fire attack. You so know, was, uh, I think that was crazy because that might have been the first game where the gym leader ha- also had a starter. Right, right. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't think they've ever really done that before this game. Because <laughs> they don't got no fire Pokemon to use. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm it's trying to think, game. which... Which other fucking fire Pokemon are from Sinnoh? Um, Dude, I'm trying to think, and I'm like, fuck, I have no idea. Well, you have Heatran, but realistically, you don't have many. I mean, I think think there might have been a grounder somewhere. Um, Or is that another game? I just just can't really name any, to be honest. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, it's completely, like, uh, escaping me right now. I'm like, what the fuck? You do have the Torkoal. Torkoal was accessible. Okay, there we go. Torkoal was accessible, but I can't really think of anything else. And Torkoal was just rock and fire, really. It didn't have any magnificent offensive stats. So Infernape was it for that game series. As far as top tier, yes. That's the only thing that could be good. So hold on. I got I got a list right here. We got, of course, the Chimchar evolutionary line. Uh, Ponytail Rapidash. Slugma Macargo. Numal Camerupt. Charcoal, Flareon. I'm not hearing anything that's any good right here. Uh, Houndoom Ooh. is exclusive only to Pearl. So oh, since yeah. we got Diamond, we didn't get a chance to get Houndoom. Yeah. Uh, full picks. Um, now this was the first time that they did this shit too. You could find a Vulpix if you had uh, Leaf Green in the slot. You remember that? Oh my god, that was so annoying and that was like my saving grace. Like, I, I ended up migrating. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't play Leaf Green and Fire Red until I really needed to. And that was for Diamond and Pearl to transfer. It was Pokemon. <laughs> like, it was weird. You had to beat the game, and then you had to transfer those Pokemon, and yeah. then they'd be lost to that game forever. It was so annoying, man. So 
And then uh, Growlithe, if you had Fire Red in the slot. Yeah, exactly. Or Magby could be uh, transferred from Leaf. Um, and then eventually you could get Heatran once you do his little story thing. So, like, yeah. dude, there's really nothing good other than your fucking starter, man. That's all you yeah. have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like less than less than a dozen fire, you know, liable uh, fire Pokemon. So. Holy shit. I never knew that. Like, I, yeah. I, well, I probably knew, but, like, I just don't remember. I'm like, damn, there's, like, none. <laughs> yeah, it was slim pickings, man. Slim pickings, man. Cold winter, bro. <laughs> Yo, 100%. All right, let's switch over to uh, Generation 5. We got uh, what you call Pokemon Black and White. We have Snivy, Tepig, and Oshawott introduced into this game. Was it black or white? And which uh, starter did you rock with? Um, white, because I wanted um, Zekrom. No, and white was uh, Reshiram, no? White, white, white. Oh, no, they did the opposite. Yeah, they, they, did, they did the opposite, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, it. Oh, my gosh, I forgot that they did that shit, yeah. yeah. It messed me up a little because I'm like, hey, what's cool? But, yeah, I went with the white version because uh, Zekrom was just a beast, you know, electric dragon type. Holy cow, give it to me. Right? Um, so good. That combo has never been done in Stuff of Dreams, and it was such a badass design. And um, definitely picked Oshawott because I saw the... Um, the samurai theme that they were going for, although I didn't like the <laughs> final design of samurai, I did like that it was an offensive water type. So, and we had a firefighting type previously um, with Chimchar, so Tepic was a bit redundant for me. And Snivy was like bootleg, uh, bootleg Trico, so I didn't want to. Yo, a hundred percent. And he evolved. He didn't have any arms or legs. Like heck, this is floating around like. <laughs> Right, I didn't like that. I was like, that's kind of whack. Yeah, this I would say was maybe the weakest, one of the weakest uh, starter sets. A hundred percent. And uh, this was actually one of the first times like I didn't get a game like a, like towards the beginning of lunch. Like I waited, I don't know how many months, like several months before I even got it. Like I remember, I think like my grandma was like, "Oh, what do you want?" And I was like, eh, "I haven't picked this up yet." And I was like. Pokemon, I, I went with Pokemon Black uh, to get Reshiram. I was like, I'll say Pokemon Black. And then I, I too, I went with Oshawott as well. I was like, he's the coolest. So fuck it, let's do it. Oh, yeah. I was kind of uh, uh, let down with the uh, starters and just the overall Pokemon and yeah, everything with this. That was like, I think the first time like I felt let down by uh, Game Freak and Nintendo with Pokemon. Yeah. Their only saving grace was the um, the new generation of Pokemon that they, they had. I think Hydreigon um, was the uh, the pseudo legendary in this game. Yes, top tier shit right there. Ooh, Dark, Dark Dragon, two of my favorite typesets. Give it to me. Send it. I'm so, sensing a theme here with you and Dark types. Oh, I love I love the Dark types. Something about <laughs> it because if you look at the attack names, it's nothing you know powdery or flowery like. You know, like sunspore, <laughs> you know, sweet scent. No, it's crunch, night slash, <laughs> bite. You know, it's like, you know, dark pulse. Like, it's amazing yeah. stuff. Man. So that that was definitely, you know, that was that was it for me, man. I, I totally loved that that format, and uh, it, it gave gave the game a little bit more flair. It kind of 
took away from the, the, the kitty disposition that you know usually get from from people when you think about Pokemon and it's like add some some girth to it, some 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 PG thirteen if you will. Yeah, I, I I agree with you 100% with, like, the overall design of, like, these starters. They weren't anything too thrilling, man. I felt like the only the only thing that we had, like, the only logical choice here was Oshawott to rock with. Like, you, br- you, brought, up, you, you brought up the exact reasons that I have. Why would you pick the other ones? Um, and I was like, dude, this is the only time any of this shit has happened. So I was so let down. Um, but you know, let's move on to generation six where I felt like my love for Pokemon was revitalized and revamped. And again, like, you know, game freak said, Hey, we're going to kick it up a notch. We're going to introduce some shit that's never been done before we get Pokemon X and Y. Um, yes. So we'll start off there, and then did you rock Chespin, Finnegan, or Froki? Oh boy, I went straight for Froki. I mean, holy cow! Finnegan, <laughs> so, made it easy. I don't want to, uh, you know, I call it a fire Gardevoir. I don't want, you know, I don't want that. Chespin had a cool design, but and a cool, you know, type setup too, which which I like. But Froki, chestnut, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the ninja. Dark water ninja with the big old water shirt. So, so that's one thing I like that they introduced with this game was you get like basically like whenever you start like any type of like RPG game, what's your warrior class? Are you going with the knight, the mage, or the ninja? And that's what we got here. You know, Chespin was the knight, and Fennekin was the mage, Froki was the ninja. Dude, that was so fucking dope that they did that shit, man such a great idea the aesthetic of it was amazing i mean and having that exclusive attack for for uh, greninja yes what a thing. i mean it doesn't get any better than that that was like perfect definitely the, the charizard of the set mm-hmm. oh 100 and i love how you keep on saying you know the charizard of the set. because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know there, there is always that one um i i rocked with pokemon x and no, hold on. Uh, sorry, Pokemon Y because that was Ivatol. I forgot. Uh, so I went mm. with Pokemon Y, and then I too uh, picked Froakie. And same reasons that you said, man. Greninja ain't nothing to fuck with, bro. Top tier fucking legendary. Um, these two, like I would put them up there with Kanto. Like I would say Hoenn, Kanto, and then we're having fucking uh, Kalos right under them. Oh, yeah. Or agreed. right, or right um, next to fucking Kanto. Agreed. And I, I, I'll, I'll make I, as much as I love Blastoise, I'll make the argument that Greninja is the best water starter. Period. Oh, I, dude, I, I will, I will 100% back that up. 100%. Yeah. I will second that, bro. Best water ever, Greninja. And then I, I would probably say my second favorite is Swampert and then Blastoise. I don't know, man. Like, Swampert and Blastoise, I kind of have a hard time picking one over the other. They're both, like, right there with each other. It's kind of like any given day, but definitely Greninja, yeah. top-tier, mm-hmm. best ever. To be fair, Swampert, as far as stats, attack sets, it, it, it's got Blastoise beat. 
But Lasso's design is just so iconic. Oh, yes, 100%. Yeah. I'm not gonna, That's yeah. the only reason he's, he's on the list. You know, the iconic <laughs> guy. He was our first love. And it's like, we just can't let Lasso's go by the wayside. Yeah. And then, so this was the first time that we ever got, like, a Pokemon having a specific form based upon, you know, X or Y. Which I don't right. think we've ever had that before, which is like, what the fuck? You know, we get Charizard mm-hmm. X, Charizard Y, Mewtwo X, Mewtwo Y. Um, the rest of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? This shit's and crazy, it's, man. It's and then the Mega Evolutions change. Yes, Megas. Me- we got Mega Pokemon, and, and I loved Mega Evolutions, man. They were the fucking shit, and I wish that they, they would bring best, back. I, I, I mean, we, we haven't gotten to Gigantamax, that's what I hate, but I prefer the Mega Evolution <laughs> Gigantamax any day of the week. Realistically, we, we got, a, I mean, even with the starters, their net forms are crazy good. Like, Blast Place with his crazy-ass extra cannon on his, on his shelf, nuts, bananas. Yeah, bananas. like, what, what, were, what are some of your favorite Mega Evolutions? So, I, I particularly like the... Um, uh, Swampert and the uh, the Scizor Megas. Ooh, yeah, those bro. are two top tier fucking ones right there. I feel like every Mega is honestly like top tier, but yeah, yeah 100% like they're some of my favorites right there. Uh, like Tyrannosaur looks even crazier. Like, like oh my gosh. Like, and they get, uh, imagine a, a powerful Pokemon like Tyrannosaur getting stronger. That's what's yeah. insane, man. Like, the stat boost was nuts. Like they were one shotting, they were one shotting stuff before Mega Evolution. So if you mess up and let them Mega Evolve, that's it. They're one shotting your whole entire fucking team, man. Without like doubt. as Without you doubt. send them out, boom, one shot. Next one, boom, one shot. Dude, this is fucking <laughs> insane, man. Um, so what did you prefer, uh, Charizard X or Y? Um, definitely the 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 dragon. The, the dragon, Fire Dragon X. Fire Dragon, yes, yes. Gotcha. I ended up because um, I initially had gotten Y, and I was a bit upset that I didn't. have You were like, "Oh no, fuck!" Yeah, but at the time, I had transferred my shiny Charizard from um, from Fire Red through Diamond. Oh, okay, gotcha. Through Black and White to X and Y via the um. Was it the the, the Pokebank at the time? Yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah. yeah. A subscription. You could store your Pokemon on what essentially was a cloud, and then you could transfer. So I transferred my um, my Charizard at that point because I hatched the shiny. Transferred him all the way over. So he was shiny, but it was the Y version, but he still retained his shiny color. So I was was pretty content with it anyway. So I didn't mind too much. Nice for so. So I'm gonna I'm gonna list off some of my favorite uh, megas right here. Uh, Gengar, Mega Gengar. <laughs> but I preferred his shiny look. You know what? Regular look was fine, but shiny with the white. Yo, that was fucking insane. Such a great contrast, man. Like so damn good, so damn good. And Gengar um, was like a glass cannon too, so it's like oh, speed in the back, But mm-hmm. when he went mega, he, he was able to come on the beat. Yes, hundred percent. Um, what you call Ampharos? Yo, <laughs> the fact that he gets long flowing hair, like I'm luxurious, no. bitch. 
Dragon. <laughs> Electric Dragon, dude. That's fucking Wait. sweet. That's the Super Saiyan. That's the Super Saiyan Goku of Pokemon, right? A hundred Super Saiyan three. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> the long flowing hair. Okay, man. Yeah. Ampharos was a beast, but I mean, holy cow, having that mega form, amazing. You had already said uh Scizor, he was he was pretty awesome. Houndoom was another badass looking one. Houndoom was crazy. Houndoom was nuts. Definitely. <laughs> Yo, that was wicked. Fucking wicked, dude. Um, we got, of course, you said Tyranitar, all the Hoenn legendaries, I mean, legendaries, oh my gosh, all the Hoenn starters, the, the, dude, those were insane looking, I fucking loved them, um, what's called, Bennett, that was kind of crazy, because, like, you kind of see, like, all the zippers open up, and then you're seeing, like, what the fuck is that thing, like, inside of it, like, what the fuck, like, that was just sick and gnarly looking, dude. Yeah, that one, that one was, because Bennett was already a, a terrifying type Pokemon from, 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 <laughs> yeah. the, from the whole day, so I was like, oof. <laughs> All right, go get him. Go get uh, him. Garchomp and Lucario, those are the two that I want, because I'm looking at a list right now. Garchomp became that much more of a monster, and Lucario, too. Both look super badass as Megas. Easily. I mean, Garchomp, again, overpowered as it is, Speed, attack, special defense, HP. You can't defeat a Garchomp in one hit. Even Cynthia's Garchomp was like overpowered. But now we're looking at a Mega Garchomp. Forget about it, man. You better hit it with ice. You can only hit it with ice. Because that's, that's a, only that's a four X hit. You know, one hit KO. Hopefully, if you're lucky, if you got enough attack power behind it. But Jesus, Garchomp is a monster, especially in this Mega form. Some uh, more that we had here was uh, Metagross. Another badass top tier Pokemon yeah. already, but the fact that it gets a mega evolution, fuck. Yeah, Steel man. Psychic. What a beast. I don't, think, I don't think Game Freak understood what they were doing by introducing these megas. It was all sorts of pandemonium on the battlefield. Like, <laughs> oh, facts. Like, like matches, like, all right, no mega forms, please. Like, it's, it, it got that serious. I feel like that's why they took it away, bro. Too overpowered. Yeah. Uh, talking so, about overpowered Rayquaza, Mega Rayquaza, to, dude, to, to make a legendary even more legendary. Come on, guys. Dude, Come on. Like honestly, like I feel like it's um up for debate on which is the strongest Pokemon like ever. Uh, and like I I always say like, hey, Mega Rayquaza is up there with like Mega Mewtwo. Like mm-hmm. I I would honestly say like it's either one of those two that are the strongest ever. I would, I would say so too, because with Mega Mewtwo, you know, you not, now you're having a, a physical attack stat to deal with. Um, yeah. And Psychic on top of that. So if it knows a move like Psycho Cut or um, Zen Headbutt, that thing is amplified to the max and it's not going to Exactly. Exactly. It's fucking scary. Mega Mewtwo, I would say, because of his speed stat. It's it's gonna it's gonna knock out a lot of, of Pokemon just on raw normal hits. Exactly. You're speaking straight facts over here. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next. Uh, what is that? Seventh generation, Alola. This is where things are getting a little bit different. Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, we start off with Rowlet, Litten, or Pop Leo. Uh, which did you go with, and who is your starter? 
So this is the first generation where I diverged from my normal water route and I went with uh Litten because of that dark fire combo. Do you you can't really pull away from the dark, so I completely understand yeah, and that's like a thing fun. for you. And to have this like dark tiger cat wrestler with you know, all <laughs> and even if, exactly even if I didn't pick Litten. I probably would have went to Rowlet second because of that ghost and grass combo, which is extremely rare. It had this archer theme to it. Very, uh, very cool. Um, Poplio, in its own right, um, it had a great uh, type matchup with water and fairy. But having that dark fire and not having a dark fire Pokemon for the longest time since my Houndoom and, and gold and uh, silver, yeah, I felt like I needed to kind of give the waters a, a break and kind of test out the, the fires for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get that. Cause like, it's like how often do you come across a good uh, fire and dark type? And this is like, you know, better than Houndoom I'd say, but probably not better than mega Houndoom, but yeah. No, not at all. Somewhere in between, but never not better. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and it gets its own signature move on top of that. I think each of these stars yes. get their own signature move. I like when they started doing that. That was that was that was cool and that was nice. So when they started doing that, I think they started implementing that way. Uh, Kalos, no X and Y. Um, I think it started with um, it started with uh, Grenade. Or, okay, it's, oh yeah, okay, so Kalos, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely started that gen before. I mean, Greninja was a great hit, and the feedback was amazing, so I could definitely see them doing it from now on. Yeah. Um, so with me, I started off with Pokemon Sun, and I went with Rowlet, just because mm. like, I wasn't really feeling the Popleo or Litten. Um, and to be honest, I think that this was... Uh, this generation let me down a little bit more than any other previous iteration or, or gen did. I think a bit more than uh, Unova, just because they changed it up and they changed it from the typical uh, gym leader and regular, you know, just they, they, they went in a different direction. They tested some stuff out, um, you know, it's cool. Now I kind of appreciate it a little bit more than what I did originally, but. Eh. I think culturally I, I would give them an A plus, but um, as far as engaging us with the same elements that they were hitting us in, gold, silver, black, white, hole, and like those those side quests, you know, great. It, it was too much of a deviation. I didn't like the, the gym format. I didn't like... Yeah. I the big the kahuna. Yeah, I hated that, man. I'm like, I want to you know, man. And I had to take a picture of like... It was, it, things got weird, man. It was like, I want to I wanna whoop. I want to whoop some, some trainers, man. Like, let's, let's battle. Let's do battle. Um, what I did like about this generation was that... Um, I think this was the first generation into like uh, multiple battles, where you can fight uh, like uh, a gang of Pokemon at once, and uh, that was that was pretty good, especially when you're trying to level up or, or get uh, IVs. Um, well, not IVs, but EVs to, to kind of boost your Pokemon stats, and that that was okay. But I um, I essentially just played this one just to kind of uh, get the library up. And to get that cool, uh, the cool sand slash and the uh, <laughs> the the Alolan Nine Tails. 
Because who wouldn't want an iceberg for those guys? Yeah, so that was like one cool thing that they did introduce was the whole entire, okay, we're going to do, uh, and this is what started it off, no? The whole entire retyping for different regions, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. You think about what you know evolution really is, and it, it totally makes sense. And oh, yeah, 100%. I, and I, I love that, that they introduced that. Um, Alolan Marowak, um, the, the, the fucking, <laughs> yeah, the, the dragon killer, uh, nine tails, fucking the combo of fair, fairy ice type, two, two, two of their weaknesses. That's a fucking dragon killer right there. Yeah. Let me tell you, that's, that's crazy. Um, just yeah. all the, yeah, just all the, uh, different Alolan forms were, Awesome, and I loved them. Uh, right, the Raichu, the Lolan Raichu was pretty badass. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just terrified of fairy types. Fairy types are scary. Man. Oh, <laughs> you know what's well, gonna happen? I, I would, I would get it with, especially with you leaning towards the dark type. So I would understand you have a <laughs> yeah. reason, a reason to be scared of the fairy types. So <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Sunflower come out of nowhere, use like a fairy type move and just wreck you. Be like, hey, bro, chill, chill, chill chill the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got our last and most recent uh, generation where we have Galar. We have Mm -hmm. Grookey, Scorbunny, and Sobble. Um, Sword and Shield. Did you go Sword or Shield? And which starter did you go with? I actually went shield um, for no particular reason, but um, let's pick shield because it was uh, me and my buddy. We went uh, half on the on the two pack, and he took sword, and I took shield. Um, but I, I went for Rillaboom, um, the Grookey evolution line, um, because I was looking at like the final, the final. Was this your first time going grass too? First time going grass in all of my years playing Pokemon. First time. Yeah, I was like, hold on, this is the first time because Litten was like one of the first the first fire, right? Yeah, Litten was my first fire. First fire. Oh guy. shit. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. And I um I was looking at because I mean the other two look good. And I just I just wasn't feeling the uh the theme. So in you know, Inteleon as a as a final evolution had like this spy theme. I'm like Look at this bargain brand Greninja. Get out of here, bro. Double O seven. Yeah, man. And then I looked at Cinderace. I'm like, well, he's like a soccer player. Um, pass. <laughs> I, I like to play football. <laughs> I know. Right? World, World Cup looking ass. <laughs> yeah, it's a Brazilian uh, rabbit. <laughs> exactly. But Rillaboom, you got this this massive, beastly looking grass type with the drum and has you know awesome grass hair and and out super of super saiyan three here i think thank you thank you this is this is grass goku for me yes. um, right but it had the best hp the best attack stat the best defense stat and i mean hey i'm all for it offensive grass send it because if you think about like the other grass types they more or less specialized in like uh specials uh, defense speed, but they never really excelled um, from an attack st- uh, standpoint, with the exception of Torterra and um, maybe, maybe Sceptile. 
So to have Rillaboom be the um the 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 old the, the beast of the set, you know, I I went right for it, man. Mm-hmm. Right so for for me, I went uh I went sword. I wanted to go shield, but my daughter picked shield. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go opposite just so we could cover each other. Um, because I also helped my daughter play this game as well, so we could trade, you know, trade all that other shit. So I was like, what? Are, you know, I'll let her pick shield. I tried to talk her into sword, but she was like, nah. I was like, fuck. Okay, whatever. I'm gonna go sword. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, but I picked Grookey, man. Grookey. All the way, same as you, just for all the same exact reasons. Um, and pretty much, like, same thing, like, after the kind of disappointment and letdown of what Sun and Moon was, this is, like, revamped, revitalized my love for Pokemon. So I was like, I get it. They can't always be, you know, top-tier um, hitters, like, amazing. You know, they got to keep on changing these games of trying to reintroduce new shit. This is how they stay fresh. And they're always trying to get new players. They can't just keep on doing things to appease like you and me, you know, the 30 year olds, they got to try to, you know, attract the new 10 year olds into, into collecting. Uh, I mean, start playing these games, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and, and I get they're trying to reach a new generation, but I think a lot of the success that they, they've had is because of, the elements that they introduced early on and carried over. Like, we love that. Oh. You know, we love mm-hmm. competitive battling. We love compelling stuff. We love random Pokemon secrets. Like, oh, sure, I didn't know I could get that Pokemon. It's random. Like, I remember trying to catch a, a, a Phoebus in, uh, what game was that? Was it uh, Sapphire? It was impossible. Yes. You know, you want, you want that that, that Milo tip. But 100%. It's like one spot. It's like, <laughs> it's just like and to this day, I never caught that Phoebus. <laughs> I never caught it. I, I never caught one either, man. The only way that I've I've gotten my latik is through uh, trade only. Same. Or like same. what mystery, mystery trade or whatever. That's the only way. And even then, I don't even know how those people got it. And they're really game sharking it or who knows. That talking about like me. talking about like little things like game shark. Um so do you remember uh, missing number. Oh, yeah. So I just recently told my daughter about that because, like, I hella forgot about it, and then like I forgot what like reminded me of it. My daughter had no idea what the fuck I was talking about, so I showed her like a video on YouTube, and like, so what's funny is like my she's seen leaf, uh, leaf green and fire red. She's mm-hmm. never seen like the OG fucking animation of like red and blue before. <clears throat> it's just like that's how the games looked like back in the day like what the oh because yeah because she's only seen fire red and then uh let's go pikachu and eevee which is way better fucking animation and graphics than what we had so i was like hey you better not be talking shit like fucking you better respect where where you came from like what the hell like we wouldn't have what we have now if it wasn't for this like this was revolution this was crazy like crazy good for us back in the day (laughs) There's so much wonder and, 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 and mystery behind, you know, catching all these Pokemon. And it, it actually created a, a bigger gaming community early on before, you know, we had, you know, network capabilities on all our systems. Pokemon was it, you know, mm-hmm. getting that network cable and kind of linking up. But 
it was the first instance where we could actually game together on a on a bigger platform. You know what I mean? Because everybody was just on. So we talked about the starters. There's other things that we talked about privately in our DMs. So I wanted to know uh, underrated pokes, underrated Pokemon. Who, who's uh? Mm. Give me, give me a couple of your who you think are the most underrated Pokemon that don't get enough love or shine. Mm-hmm. Or just give me one, and then I'll I'll go with one. I would say, hmm, Flygon. I, I know, and I know we talked about Flygon. I Flygon. I knew you were gonna go there. No, it's all good. <laughs> I was expecting it. Flygon is the first thing that that comes to mind because. You know, in a world where Garchomp is the, the dragon ground god, Flygon, who he had first, kind of just goes by the wayside. Mm-hmm. I remember playing uh, Sapphire and, you know, catching that Trapinch, not knowing what, it, what it's going to evolve to. Then you get, you know, your Vibrava and whatever the case may be. And then, boom, out of nowhere, you, you know, you get your Flygon. And it's like, whoa, this is awesome sandstream sandstorm like this is great (laughs) and until you get a tyranitar at some point you know that's your first instance of creating a sandstorm gives all your rocks and and ground types of defensive boost which is awesome so just the design the you know the the, the goggles and the sneak green exterior awesome pokemon to have it was definitely in my uh my roster when i beat the game Dan, I gotta say, man, like for most of the same, <clears throat> most of the same exact reasons as you, man. Like fucking Flygon is definitely underappreciated because he gets outshined by another Pokemon, but pretty much the same exact typing and everything in, in the same generation. So it's like, and, and you know, better a little bit better stats with Garchomp. So it's like, well, why pick Flygon if you have Garchomp? Most people are gonna, you know, be like, oh. Flygon, we're gonna go Garchomp. That was fucked yeah. up, and I think uh, that was messed up of Pokemon to do. What they probably should have done is either hold Garchomp for the next iteration or uh, Flygon. They shouldn't have released both in the same game because it's like, why? Um, it, it just doesn't give him the respect that he deserves. Um, and we both spoke about that he definitely deserves a Mega Evolution, and it's a hundred percent bullshit that they haven't given him one yet. Yeah, seriously, man. I mean, and I think for, for that reason, there's realistically, we have those two guys occupying that that slot. We don't have it anywhere else, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But I think whatever they decide to do for the future, and if they decide to add some sort of, you know, ad hoc mega evolution to the games again, Flygon definitely needs to be put at the top of that list to kind of revive it, because he's, he's going to end up being forgotten. He's he's gonna become one of those Pokemon, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, one that, yeah, one one that I would say is the underrated Pokemon, um, is uh, Gigalith. What's Gigalith, Gigalith is uh, underrated and like almost like the same type of reason is because if if you already have other Pokemon like like a Metagross. Why go with Gigalith? Exactly. Um, I mean, it's such a great design. Um, the design, the, the abilities, the typing, um, 
just I know that he isn't the same exactly as Metagross, but it's like he kind of gets grouped in because he kind of looks like he's you know Metagross looks like made out of rock and whatnot, and then when you stack them up against each other, Metagross is overall better stats than what Gigalith is, so he gets thrown over to the Wade side. Yeah, man, and, and it sucks because he has such a, a phenomenal attack stat. And mm-hmm. granted, attack, he excels at attack and defense. His HP is, is fair and, and pretty good, but he he just gets overshadowed by so many other different rock types. If you had the choice to pick between a Gigalith and a Tyranitar, Nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, you're gonna go for Tyranitar. Yeah, see, exactly, exactly. But, but, unless like you're a real like rock lover, there's so many other options. You know, Steelix to to, uh, to fuck with. Yes, a hundred percent. Exactly. No, you're not gonna go with. Like, if you're gonna go with a rock team, like you said, you're gonna go with like a Tyranitar because of the home tire, uh, rock and dark type. You know, you could go with the Torterra because of the gr- grass and uh, grass and rock type. Um, you know, there's just so many other options that you can go right. with that are the the different dual types. What I what I think uh, Gig, uh, Gigalith's uh, strength is uh, he's more like a a, a stealth rock uh, competitive type Pokemon. Like if you're running a rock team and you want to run stealth mm-hmm. rock, you good one to kind of uh, to, to, I, to I, run. Because he has top tier, he has you know he has the the, the bodyguard ability, um, which is great for defense, and he's good at taking a hit for when you want to switch Pokemon out. But other than that, he gets eclipsed for a guy. I think it's because they they kind of hold him out when they only give him Rock type. I think he's missing a dual type man. Like if they gave him something else. Oh yeah, I I think if he was maybe Rock and. I'd even take Rock and Steel. Make him a, a second coming of Steel. Yo, I was Steel. just saying that, man. R- Rocket, Rock and Steel? Yes. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was just looking Steel. at him like, fuck, what else could he be? Because of the red, because of the red, that could be the Steel. Exactly. Exactly. Some sort of a hardened iron ore or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but, and you but would again, be able to give him different abilities because of the, you know, Steel type. But even with that, there's a there's a uh, there's another steel rock type that will eclipse him too, Agron. Yes. <laughs> yep. So Agron will shit on him all day. And Agron was way better, mind you. Like <laughs> so good. Yeah. So so good. So again, he gets he gets he gets wrecked. He gets yeah, wrecked. and most of the different uh, things he get he gets eclipsed and and uh, just doesn't get the the. Shit that he deserves, man. The credit that he deserves. What's another mm-hmm. one that comes to mind when you think underrated Pokemon? Mm-hmm. It's mostly like um, ugly Pokemon that were, you know, single, single kind of evolution Pokemon. But then yeah, t- tell me who else deserves <laughs> like evolutions and, and uh, or Megas or whatever. Every 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 normal type like Licky Licky, Licky Licky should have picked up Fairy. I can see that. I can see that. Because I, I, I ran a Licky Licky in my, um, was it Diamond version? I ran Licky Licky. But it had probably, probably, yeah, because that's when he was introduced. Yeah, it had amazing special defense. It had amazing attack. It was an imposing, it had a lot of HP. But normal types, beyond being resistant to ghost types, I mean, what really can you can you do with the normal types? I feel like you have to have some sort of advantage, and 
I'd be okay with them introducing something else where normal types have some super effectivity. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, pairing up with normal, like it, it's kind of a, a, a moot point to have a normal type, like uh, like flying Pokemon, like Pidgeot, for example. It's a normal flying type, which means it loses its resistance to uh, fighting type moves because mm-hmm. of that normal attribute. Well, you don't really get much benefit beyond that, you know, that stab bonus. And it's, it's like a waste. So, like, most normal Pokemon will, will fall by the wayside. Dunsparce, horrible Pokemon. Horrible. Why not make him a bug? Normal type sucks. Bye. Yeah. 100%. But, I was going to say, um, since we're kind of, like, group grouping things together, I think most of the Pokemon that only have, like, one evolution as opposed to two evolutions because i feel like pretty much all the top tier pokemon um that we've been talking about come from uh you know three evolutions their base mid and final evolution um i feel like there's a lot of pokemon out there that don't have that final evolution that could take them to the next level or make them top tier but they deserve it like um Snorlax was one that I felt like got hoed when it came to Mega Evolutions. Like I felt like definitely Snorlax deserves um, a Mega, and I've seen so many awesome, you know, fan art things. Like one of him being super buff, and I was like, "Yes, a hundred fucking percent, yes, mm-hmm. make him fucking buff as shit." And he's just like a fucking diesel ass fucking Pokemon, and fucking just oh, wrecking man. shit. You know, crazy ass attack up. power. Yes, exactly. And we never got it. And I was like, yo, that's some bullshit. Um, there's there's just a bunch, man, like that just I think should have been able to get like a that yeah. third evolution. Or even, type yeah, of thing. or even think about like Pokemon like Zangus and Survivor. Those yes, two they Pokemon, deserve man. to 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 evolve, man. I feel like every Pokemon deserves to be able to like evolve or, or so yes, definitely all the Pokemon that don't that don't have an evolution yet, and then like most of the Pokemon that could only evolve like one time, they deserve like at least a third one. Cause look what they did with Magmar and Electabuzz. They gave those guys and and yes. uh, Rhydon. Rhydon, I mean, he didn't need to evolve. He was pretty tanky. No, he was already beast as shit, dude. And then he gets Rhyperior. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now now he's fucking so far. Top motherfucking tier, way up there. Brick house, man. Jeez. Because, like, if you think about it, like, when they introduced new evolutions, because that was uh, Magnezone, Rhyperior, Electrovire, Magmortar, and instantly, mm-hmm. Rhyperior, top of the motherfucking list of the new ones introduced, he was, no doubt about it, he was number one. Oh, yes. Oh, and I was so like, thick. dude, what the fuck? I, I know that I hated going up against him. And I think there was hey, another one too. Palaswine. Palaswine brought to a mammal swine. Oh, you know what? Yeah, Ma- mammal swine was dope as shit too. I'm not even gonna lie. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I forgot Grounded all about him. Mm-hmm. But I would still probably mm-hmm. put Rhyperior above him. But uh, easy, easy. Yeah, Ma- mammal swine is definitely d- good top tier up there as well. He- he's d- dope as shit. I hella forgot him. How dare I not put respect on the name? Put respect on a mammal swine. A hundred percent. I need to. I'm gonna get fucked up. But yeah, man, there's like just like uh, Pokemon that just get hoed, like Absol. 
Absolutely, oh. definitely deser- deserves more, bro. Like, he doesn't even evolve. I know that he got Omega, but even with Omega, he didn't get fucking respect. Yeah, it's like... Fast. They didn't give him any good moves. You have to teach him everything to, to, to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Razor Wind sucks as a move. I, I hate two-turn moves with the exception of, yep. like, Solar Moon. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Razor Wind, man. And it was a normal And, and at, le- at least with, with Solar Beam, if you could set up, like, a sunny day, well, you're doing one it in one turn. Yeah. Exactly. But you're good. Exactly. But, yeah, that's the one thing that fucking pissed me off because, like, Absol's such a cool-ass design. I'm like, oh, cool. The, you know, he got Omega, and it's like, no, nah, even still with Omega, he ain't shit, though. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Trash. And Omega was more or less temporary as far as uh, extensive battles goes. Like, it's not. It's 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 cool to have a Mega Evolution, but then it's not. It's not really the Pokemon. Like, if these became actual evolutions, we'd be in mm-hmm. business. Yes. Um. How do you feel about Arcanine? Because I always felt like he's kind. So I feel like Nine Tails over gets overshadowed by Arcanine, but even then, I feel like Arcanine still doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, Arcanine deserves more. So by me saying that, I gotta also say Nine Tails deserves more as well. But like Nine Tails, I I don't feel that bad for Nine Tails because. with that alternate version, the the Alolan version, that's top tier fucking shit. So I'm like, I so I don't feel that bad. I don't feel that fucking bad. I guess I just feel that bad for like base, um, normal fire type uh, nine tails. If, if I'm gonna specify, yeah, I, so, I agree. Like especially for a stone Pokemon, you expect that it'd be some sort of significant uh, increase in, I guess, the uh, uniqueness. And Arcanine was great. It had great speed. It had a great attack stat. For for Gen One, it was like awesome. But mm-hmm. everybody forgot about Arcanine when Gold and Silver came out. No one really yep. cared um, about getting it without, you know, unless you were like a, a Pokedex freak and you wanted to for completion. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Arcanine got left in the dust. It was like one of those luxury Pokemon. Nobody really cared about it. It wasn't any competitive. Um, Trainer sets. It's it's a sucks. I mean, poor guy. Great Pokemon though. So the next one I'm gonna say is a fairly new Pokemon, and I don't know how they would. I I don't know what they could do, but so Phalanx. Yes. So Phalanx it, it, deserves more uh, love, respect. I don't know what they could do, but like maybe like an evolution. Or another, maybe another specific like attack form another, or something. I, I don't know. Because look at uh, I, I look at feelings and I think about like um, Aegis Slash, Aegis Shield kind of deal. Yes, and these are like combo, you know, elements into one Pokemon. So if feelings could become like a a, a gladiator type Pokemon, if they gave it some 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 thought and some. Some some further evolutions. Uh, it could it has some potential there. Hopefully what are you they, thinking? They like become... a fighting fighting bug? Mm. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. That would make the most sense. Um, bug steel. I think bug steel would be the best. Okay, like a scissor. Match. Yeah, give it a scissor, and where scissor excelled in speed and um, attack power, 
your phalanx, you know, top tier defense. You don't have mm-hmm. to worry about swinging because it's, you know, as a phalanx type Pokemon, defense would be its shining feature. So definitely want to go down that route. I can see that. I can see the defense. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that on that front. Um, and it's it's a it's a great concept too. Like these little these little guys in their little helmets, pretty awesome. <laughs> Oh hell yeah, man! I just thought that was like a pretty badass, pretty awesome fucking thing, man. Like I fucking love those little guys. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like hoping that they were gonna evolve. I'm like, oh, they don't evolve. Kind of let me down. Yeah, it's like a, a, a novelty Pokemon. We don't need novelty. We need attack power. We need competitive battling. You give it to me. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, man. <clears throat> so we kind of been talking about it. Theme teams. Um, so what's a couple theme teams that you may have ran? Um, I'm, I think I could probably guess one, but, so, uh, you fill us in, man. On, what type of theme teams did you fuck with? I guess early on when I, when I ran like, uh, blue and, and, and yellow, it was, you know, your, your typical, you know, your Blastoise, your, your Needle King. I think Needle King was on everybody's team because it was slim pickings. Sandslash, if you were fortunate enough to raise a Dragonite, you know, top tier, pseudo legendary, final evolution of a, of a, of a three tier kind of uh, Pokemon team. But once you get into um, the gold version, that's when I started running the dark Pokemon because I had Sneasel and Tyranitar. And even though he wasn't a dark type, I was considered for Alligator like my water dark type, <laughs> which I think he would excel at because <laughs> he had the most that he had, you know, bite and then little crunch. Um, mm-hmm. which was awesome and um, from there there wasn't much access to um, to the dark type to the dark types in um, the following version with Mudkip you had you had Mightyena you had Absol but you didn't really have too much beyond Shift Tree and Nuzleaf so yeah. I ended up running you know a, a set similar to my first version where Mudkip kind of led the way and I had um, I had a camera up, so I kind of ran. I ran a lot of ground Pokemon in that version, and it helped me a lot. It helped me a lot because um, a lot of the uh, the trainers had like these weird grass types that would paralyze me on contact. Just running through the grass, like you, you run into a plusive than a minor, and you get getting zapped and paralyzed. Like God damn it! So you, so you always get <laughs> paralyzed on on deck, but you wouldn't get paralyzed. You're like, yo, this is some bullshit, bro. Exactly. That game was heavy with electric Pokemon that were super, really annoying. Um, uh, Ampros was in it uh, at some point, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Manetric was annoying. Oh gosh, I hated Manetric. Hated walking through the grass. But for that version, I ran normal types. For um, next generation with Pitlop, kind of the same deal. Didn't really dive too deep until you know Weavile came onto the scene, and that's when I really dug deep and started rebuilding the, uh, the dark teams. And it was just dark. From there, especially when I got my hands on Hydreigon and Black and White and um, Incineroar and um, the following one, it's Dark Types, man. They have such a great moveset, and more more often than not, they're hybrid. So you take advantage of another set, too. So, you know, running mm-hmm. Grenin, Dark Water, Weavile, Dark Ice, Tyranitar, Dark Rock, Dark Ground, if you were able to get um, that Crocodile's name. Uh, the name escapes me right now, but the, the Dark Ground type. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about because it looks like yeah, he has like, sunglasses on. Jesus Christ! Yeah, 
He's like red oh, crocodile. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. I can't remember. Very, very um, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I love the, love the dark types. Um, and more often, and I think Umbreon was like my first, I, I consider Umbreon my, my new starter when I got it. And I ran it in every game that it was available. Anytime I caught an EV, oh, that's a crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs> Jeez, I kind of remember how to Google it. Yeah, we were saying his name the entire time. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely a good Pokemon to have. Man. So, um, and they take advantage of a lot of egg groups, so it's easy to do uh, egg moves with um, those hybrid dark Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely steer steer toward those. It's like uh, I've always liked running ghost types. Mm. I, I've always liked uh, doing ghost types. I'm like, right, oh, my cat is right here. <laughs> uh, like the team that I got right now is I have uh, Gengar, so that's my ghost and poison. I have Giratina, who's my ghost and dragon. I oh. have uh, what should I call it? Uh, Mimic you, ghost and fairy. Nice. I have Alolan Marowak, who's fire ghost. I have uh, what you call it, um, Shed Ninja, who's bug and ghost. Great Pokemon, then, very, very unique, very unique Pokemon to get. Definitely, uh, and then I have uh, Aegislash, a Steel and Ghost. I love it. So is that my team? So yeah, man. Like I have my my Pokemon. Wait, hold on, no, that's five. Uh, oh, and then uh, what you call it? Um, not what's the. Kafagri- not Kafagrigus, but the other form that they introduced for this one. Uh, Ooh, I know which one you're talking about, too. So Runarigus. Runarigus. Runarigus yeah. uh, for my ground and ghost. So that's my six that I ran um, this game. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just like using ghost type. Ghost type is really fun to use every once in a while, like doing like something with uh, water, grass. I don't know. I just do different shit. Another thing I've yeah. done is like, um, I think like, oh, like Jurassic Park type Pokemon. So like, I'll try to use like all like different dinosaur looking Pokemon dinosaur and type. things like that. that rock dragon type, the really the huge Tyrannosaurus Rex looking one. Oh fuck the uh, god damn it! I keep on forgetting everybody's fucking name. T Rex Pokemon. Yes, thing. Here we go. Uh, Tyrantrum. There we go. Yes. Such a beast looking. Yo, definitely. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. That that, and if you if you manage to get the shiny version to it, also has such great offensive stats. Dude, oh my gosh, talking about talking about shinies. That's that's yeah. Uh, There's so many different shinies that I fucking love. Um, but as far as uh, Tyrantrum. He, I like him, but I'm like, I don't know. Every time I hear the name Tyrantrum, I'm like, that's similar to Tyranitar. And I'm like, out of the yeah. two, I, I prefer Tyranitar. But then, like, I, I guess, like, I think about uh, Godzilla's and Kaiju's whenever I look at these guys, <laughs> these guys, you know? Like, even like the Pokemon, like Haxorus, like, it's a dragon, but I, I always like perceive it as like a, a, a you know, a dinosaur type. Very yes, a hundred percent. 
so talking about shinies, this is actually something I wanted to bring up. What's some of your favorite shinies? Uh, you had said a Pokemon early, Umbreon. Umbreon's shiny is one of my Umbreon? favorite fucking shinies with ever. The, with, the, with, with the blue, with the blue rings as opposed to the yellow ones. Yes, so I, I don't know why. I, like, I actually prefer the shiny look over the original look. Same, hands down, hands down. If you if you can hatch a shiny Eevee. Oh my god! Yes, all the way. I mean, I would say Umbreon has a, Charizard. I think has the best shiny. Um, that's the only time I, I'd ever do oh my, Charizard. Who I, doesn't I want a black Charizard. fucking Charizard, dude? Yo, it's hold on. Hey, so do you remember hearing like when we were younger? Oh, you know how you could get a black Charizard is you have to give Charmeleon char uh the charcoal oh. to hold. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> That was such bullshit. That was such bullshit. And I would try it, but nope. Never fucking got it. People are liars. It's like the only way to get the black charge out is to actually shine, man. <laughs> like anyway. I don't know where or how, but it can't it became like an urban legend or like a myth that like, oh, it's easy. My cousin's friend so and so, blah 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 got yeah. <laughs> you know, down the street got fucking a black Charizard. And they said that they gave their uh, they gave their uh, Charmeleon a charcoal to hold. And I was like, "What, really?" And then when I tried it, I was like, "Man, that's such bullshit." But talking about top tier shinies, Rayquaza, bro, Black Rayquaza, oh, he's up there with fucking uh, Charizard, dude. Without a doubt, man. I mean, I, I there's something about the the black aesthetic in, in certain Pokemon with the like the really bright highlights. Well, really yeah, dude, the contrast, the yeah, fucking man, contrast, so, so so good. But more more often than not, like my favorite Pokemon don't get a, a nice shiny. Like shiny Scizor is horrible. It's like this doodle green color. Oh, shiny Blastoise is a horrible weird the color. The green. Why do why why does Pokemon or not Pokemon? Why does Game Freak? Why does Game Freak like fucking green so much? Dude, that shit like fucking like drives me fucking nuts because I'm like, why? We have yeah. um, we have Scizor, Machamp, Ursaring, uh, Unpheasant, uh, Chimeco, Dodrio, fucking everybody and their mama is fucking yes. green, dude. Disgusting, horrible. So so unappealing, and 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 if it's not green, it's something completely absurd. Like uh, another one of my favorites, Weavile, pink and yellow. What? <laughs> what are you that, doing? That 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 was crazy. Um, because Weavile's like black, dark. You would think like an emo type, you know. Um, yeah. Just when you see it, you you think that, and like when Weavile's black with like a burgundy type thing, and then to go to fucking. A complete yeah, opposite. Like, what the fuck? Um, like, part of Mr. Mime Circus, man. Horrible. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, uh, what you call it? Um, oh my gosh, Grimnarl. 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 Oh, yes. Or so, what, what, what is it? Grimnarl, the dark face. Yeah, Grimnarl. There we go. Because I couldn't think the name. Grimnarl. I like the shiny actually. Uh, yeah, with the white, the white and the pink. Yeah, that, that's that just actually, actually kind of fly. And because if it's a fairy, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know what I mean? It does. Um, 
uh, toxic tra- toxicity. To- I can't. I can never say his name, but I, I ran it on my team. The poison electric type. Yes. Toxic. So good, also toxic. the shiny version. Awesome. Mm. But it, it just works for some Pokemon, man. But you know the palette swaps. I you know, of course Venusaur. Venusaur stayed green. It's just a different shade. <laughs> yeah. So it's like no real, no real change at all. That's another one that I I don't really care for is like if they only change like one small little thing I'm like and eh, then what's the point? I think something crazy, crazy good. Uh, Obstagoon, that one's pretty dope. But the pink and the turquoise. Yeah, yeah I love Obstagoon. Um, that that uh that kiss, Gene Simmons. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I love it, man. Very good. A drastic one is uh, what you call it, um, Nido King, Nido King, that Nido King. Yeah, that one, is, that one's pretty nuts. Um, I didn't expect them to go that hard, but they, but for, oh, for Nido King and Nido Queen, man, they uh, <laughs> it's actually an improvement. I like it. I like it. Yeah, to be to be honest, yeah, definitely an improvement. I definitely like that shit. Because I, I used to always confuse them and. It just made it a little bit more confusing, but hey, I'm all for uh, shiny needle. You know, because because it like it, it like palette swapped them. It just made them switch colors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little weird, but her, her bikini is nice. I like her bikini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I never understood why they why they made it like that, but eh, whatever it is, what it is, right? Gender bender. <laughs> all right, so let's step away from the shiny pokes. Um, so I wanted to know how do you feel about the whole entire um Pokemon doing DLC because this generation for Sword and Shields is the first time that we're actually having to pay uh for DLC. Like before it was, you know, um I felt like we never really had to pay for anything because even like with uh was it the mystery trade? We have to. Mm-hmm. The only way to do that is through a Nintendo subscription, which we have to pay for. Whereas before, we used to be able to just hook up through our Wi-Fi, like back during the Sinnoh days and all the other shit. We used to be able to just hook up through Wi-Fi. You know, you go, you do your trade. You don't even have to pay for that. Now we got to pay for the online service. Plus, we got to pay for DLC. Um, I felt like this game for sixty bucks wasn't that long like it wasn't that much content um and then to pay another 30 bucks on top of that for the dlc so we're 90 bucks into this game roughly if you're purchasing everything at full price you know at time of launch plus another 12 dollars for the year or 20 bucks for the year for the service we're looking at 110 dollars roughly invested in one generation of pokemon um and then that's not to say that it's gonna be it's gonna last either, you know. Exactly. I have, yeah, man, it's it's scary because and that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm still lagging on the DLC. I haven't I haven't jumped on it yet because I feel like Really? Yeah, I haven't touched it yet. Um mostly because my uh, my girl is playing uh was it Animal Crossing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I end up having to pause the game, but yeah, usually <laughs> what would happen when we have a sword and a shield we get that third installment or that third, that, you know, that next set of games. And I could see how the price is comparably the same when you think about it. Um, instead of getting 
you know, brand new games, just download DLC installments to your normal game. But me personally, I'm a physical copy kind of guy because I know how these these servers can go to can go to shit and you lose all your data and things like that. And you're pretty much left uh, left floating up the creek with no game. That happened to me with Fire Emblem on my Nintendo 3DS. I bought a digital copy and it vanished and I was never able to get it back. Money lost. So I like physical copies. So I'm not too, I'm not a big 100%. fan of this format. I'm not a fan of this format at all. Um, I already feel insecure about the existence of an intangible game cartridge in my, you know, downloaded. So uh, I'm a little weary about it. Unless it, you know, the technology changes, but I'm gonna end up getting the DLC, but I'm not happy with the format. And I and I already have my gripes about how easy and how easy Sword and Shield was. So I, I got mixed feelings over it. I got mixed feelings. I'm leaning more toward disappointment because the challenge is gone. It's not the that good frustration you get from a good, solid, difficult game and when you finally triumph. And I, I still feel the wounds when Red whooped me the first time with his his level seventy and eighty Pokemon, but I don't get that mm-hmm. this game. No real challenge, with the exception of that one that one Onyx that whooped me in the beginning of the game because it was too overpowered, and I had like level ten Pokemon. And it was like level thirty. <laughs> oh, when the, uh, you oh when you go to the wild area, yo, that yeah, happened to me too, bro. That's just wild. So like when you're first starting <laughs> off, and the fact that we could go to the wild area. There's Pokemon like fucking twenty levels stronger than us, thirty levels stronger than us. That shit is crazy. That shit's wild. And at that point, it was hella fun. Yeah, it's I like I like that. That was the exactly. That was like best for training. It reminded me yeah. of a uh, Victory Road, dude. Exactly. The only problem with that is when you get further in the game, it gets easy. It gets too easy. Yes, I like the Pokemon do slowly level up. But it's they they plateau at seventy. Then it's like at that point it's like, well, fucking my all my Pokemon are stronger than level seventy, and I'm one shotting all you motherfuckers. Even my mm-hmm. level, you know, sixty five, whatever is one shotting some of the Pokemon if I have the type advantage. Right, and more often than not, you do have the advantage. I was I'm running, I was running a a Rillaboom, Grimmsnarl, um, Obstagoon. Um, trio and i was tanking through these these pokemon with ease it's like oh i'm sure so yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of let down that pokemon's doing this i feel like uh i don't know i kind of would have felt better like if the dlc would have been included on the initial launch for the 60 dollars and if everything would have came my my cat uh if everything would have been released all at one time um, maybe if they would have pushed the launch a little bit, like if you know, don't. So they released it holiday time of 2019. Hold that shit till like fucking 2020 or whatever. Um, you know, push it back another two three months so you can get it all out, and we have the physical version when we bought the original physical version rather than, you know, hey, uh, you know, a couple months after they release it hey we're also gonna have some dlc but you have to wait six months from now to get the first part and then another four months after that to get the second part um give us your money now though so you eventually get it and it's like right well well, what the fuck is that yeah a set it and forget it kind of deal you know it's 
it would have been so much better. And I mean, on top of that, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't mind paying for DLC if they gave me the capability to transfer my my other Pokemon from other games. That has been a mainstay in the franchise for as long as I can remember. And although they made it difficult in previous gens, not having it readily accessible the way it was before really mm-hmm. put a it was a thorn in my side, man. Like I was counting on it. You could kind of do it, but it's a huge bitch to do it through Pokemon Home. I don't know if you have Pokemon Home. Nope. <laughs> okay, so Pokemon Home, you could download on um, your Switch and your phone. And there is some uh, good to doing it on your Switch and your phone. So I will say that. Um, so one thing is that you could change trade Pokemon or exchange Pokemon between your games and then also Pokemon Go or Pokemon Go into the game, however you want to do it. And then the other thing is if you link the two, you get mix, you get exclusive Pokemon as well. Like basically you can end up getting all the starters, um, both Grookey or all three Grookey and Teleon and Cinderace or I forget all the different names, but um, you potentially have all the starters. Um, just from doing that and as well i think you also get one of the kanto starters as well if i'm not mistaken as well like you get to pick one um like if you connect all if you sync all the accounts together so there is like somewhat of an incentive to do it um and pokemon home isn't it doesn't cost you anything it's free they do have a premium Mm -hmm. thing for extra storage and a couple other extra perks but um i just have the free version is that you, Apple? <laughs> what was that? It sounds like sounds like how Apple gets you to get more storage. Get a hundred percent, man. <laughs> yep, a hundred percent. But yeah, man. Just but I feel exactly a hundred percent how you do, man. Like it's kind of like bullshit, you know. Yeah. Um. But, so let's get away from the games. If that's cool with you, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the cards. If that's cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, sure. do you have any? I, I okay. So, I have a bad story about Pokemon cards. Like, it, it still brings a tear to my eyes sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so, I owned a Charizard for about thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Um, about thirty. Yeah, about about thirty seconds. So, back in the day, I was in sixth grade. Um, my friend Cedric came over, and so I still remember this man. Like he came over into my room, he had uh, three Charizards, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, can like I trade you, po- uh, like some Pokemon cards for that?" And he's all like, "I don't know, what do you got?" And I remember like I had just pulled uh, a Lugia, a first edition Lugia at that, um, like maybe that weekend before. And then I also had like a Hitmontop and like, I can't, I honestly can't remember. I think I maybe added like a Gyarados or something like that. Um, so I was like, I'll treat you these three for your first edition Charizard. He's like, okay, bet, done. I was like, oh my God, cool. I held it. I remember putting it in a soft sleeve, then putting it in my binder. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, okay. I go to the bathroom and 
like I was taking a piss, but then I had to take a dump too. So I go, it takes me a little bit longer. I come back, I come back, bro, and my friend is gone. You know, quote unquote friend, my friend is gone. And uh, my great grandma, she used to take care of me. She lived with us. I was like, hey, um, where where my friend go? And she goes, oh, he left. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't think anything of it. And then I was telling my brothers, I was like, oh, dude, I got a fucking Charizard. Check this out. And I'm looking. I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, I'm like flipping. Yo, he fucking took that fucking Charizard. And he fucking took the cards that I traded him. And he never, dude, I confronted him. At school, he's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe you misplaced it. Uh, I, wow. I don't have it. And I was like, let me see your binder. He's like, no, you can't see my binder. I'm not going to bring it to school. I'll get in trouble. I was like, I'll go over to your house. Oh, no, my parents don't like it. And I was like, then come over to my house. No, because I got in trouble when I did, and that's why I had to leave. I was like, you son of a bitch. You took my fucking card. And um, I confronted him about it, too, in high school because I still seen this motherfucker. Dude, he still, <laughs> de- he still fucking denied it, bro. And I was like, I was like, bro, I fucking know that you fucking took my card. I was like, that shit ain't just gonna walk up and fucking disappear out of nowhere. Yeah. And for him to leave so conveniently while you were in the in the, in the, in bathroom. the bathroom, yep. He had yeah. ample time to really, really come up with a, a story that he could stick to that would be more, more or less <laughs> unverifiable unless you actually saw the binder. Yeah. Because like this, I was like, I know where the fuck I put it. I was like, because I had my cards in order from the original 151 and then after 151 it led into the johto and that's where i got my fucking uh what you call it my lugia from and I, was, I was so mad bro so fucking mad um <laughs> but wondering if you have any memorable stories they don't have to be bad and heart-wrenching like mine that you well, know makes a grown man bad. cry but <laughs> what type, what type of st- do you have any stories any memorable well, stories it was it was the sixth grade i'll never forget it this was after the successful launch of uh pokemon yellow um people had already beaten the game pokemon cards are like a hit it's crazy right now at this point so sixth grade me and like well this is awesome. I had gotten my first pack, and it was an uh, all-Japanese pack, and I pulled the shiny Blastoise. So now, the Japanese Ooh, players, that's dope. they were like, for, for me to, you know, draw my favorite uh, you know, from the jump, this was like a, a, a sign from heaven. This is like, wow, I'm meant to be a trainer. This is awesome. So, pulling that, that was like my, uh, my, my go-to. I didn't have many. Uh, I had like all the standards. I had a, a Venusaur, um, I had maybe at that point maybe a hundred cards, right? And I was pretty proud of it. And I had my little my little sleeve, and I'm like, I didn't have the biggest binder, but you know, I was pretty proud of what I had. And I went to school. Everybody brought their cards to school and show off. And, and I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened. I just remember just just being destroyed. I looked at my binder, my last source is gone. Like, this is the only card of all of these cards, is the only one that's gone. Who with their bro? No, are you fucking serious? Yeah, bro. Somebody swiped because no. you know, looking, like who here is a is a is a trained professional at dealing cards? Because you, my friend, are the thief. Where are you? Show yourself. And it was just gone. I'm like, nah, man, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. So my my trophy card just just vanished that day in school, and it was my fault. It was completely my fault. My dumb ass should have left that shit at home. Everyone, I would have still had my cards to this day. 
Yo, and see, that's what that's what I felt like. Part of me wanted to take my cards in the bathroom with me, just because like I wanted to stare at the Charizard. I was like, no, nah, like I poop in there. Like I don't want to get poop particles like, yes, all over exactly. my stuff, you know. And and then I'm like, nope. I was like, that's what the fuck I get. I should have fucking brought it. And I was like, motherfucker, I let him fucking steal the shit from me by not fucking taking it in the bathroom with me. Yep. And these things were, were like were, were like gold, man. Like people. Well, especially slash. if you look at it now, like a first edition Charizard. How much money would I have right now? Right. Okay. <laughs> and you, 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 would you, would I, you know, and then your fucking uh, Blastoise. How much money would you have right now? I'd be still be rich. I could retire off of Blastoise. If I wanted that's to. that's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. Like fucking, like I, that. That would make me a nice chunk of change right now. And right now, there's a resurgence of uh, Pokemon card collecting. I don't know how it happened. Why it happened. But you know what crazy. it was, man? It's like uh, when one whoever, one of those Paul brothers, Logan Paul, Daniel Paul, whatever those fucking dudes that think that they're boxers now all of a sudden, um, yeah. they were doing Pokemon cards and fucking like people seen that and like more people, more people, and more people. I'm like, oh man, fuck all y'all. I've been here since day one collecting oh, cards. A hundred percent, man. Like I, I, the, one of the reasons why I love Pokemon cards, man. Like it transcends generations because here I am, thirty years old, and I'm sharing this shit like with my twelve-year-old son and my fucking nine-year-old daughter. We play the games together. We collect the cards together. You know, we've watched the movies. You know, all this shit. We do. We do the things together, and that's why I love this property so fucking much. And like, it kind of bums me out when like. Before, I had no problem getting fucking cards, buying packs, buying ETBs, and all kinds of shit. And now, when I go, it's a fucking ghost town down the fucking card aisle. And I'm like, what the fuck? I can't even get any cards for me or my daughter unless I just so happen to stumble upon when they restock. Or I could lock down a fucking pre-order. I'm like, I have to pre-order now? I need a pre-order fucking cards are you fucking kidding me yo 100 percent, man this shit's getting crazy yeah it's and it's and it's it i hate when when things you love kind of become fads and like you know non-loyalist consumers kind of jump into the market and really ruin it for you well like dude because yeah well dude because of it like last night um i just so happened to come across the link um from a Twitter page that I follow, but because of it, like I, I ordered two of the Urshifu boxes, the box sets that they're going to come out with, and two of the, um, uh, what you call it, the Shining Legends, um, sorry, Shining Fates. That's the next set that's going to come out, um, and then I also pre-ordered the Venusaur Blastoise box that they have as well, because I'm like, okay, there I go. Me and my daughter have some cards, and at least we'll get those ones. Um, at the very least, if we can't find any in um, in the actual stores, right? But it's like that sucks that that's what it comes to. Is that I got pre-order shit? People are like racing to McDonald's to get Pokemon cards. I'm like, what? Yo, talking about that, like, so I'm definitely one of them. I went over there and I picked up two Happy Meals. I gave the Happy Meals to my kids, <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, we got some cards, guys. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a, a video later on with my kids 
Um, I'll, so I'll post that. So we'll see what we get. But dude, yes, 100% what you said, bro. This shit's fucking crazy. Madness. To think the resurgence of poetry. I wonder what else is going to kind of resurface and come back to the... To the, to the it's the only going to be a matter of time to Yu-Gi-Oh! to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> right. It's time to do 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 uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> right, that's funny. But yeah, man, um, do you have any other stories about Pokemon cards? Man, after that day, man, I quit, bro. I no, I really. I, I I had to quit. I, I was too. It was too devastating, and, and sixth grade me was super broke. So I was like, well, I can never replace these oh, games. I'm so sorry. I'd rather invest in the uh, the games in, in the following year. Uh, that's when I picked up uh, gold and silver. So I was like, I'm just gonna play. You can't, you can't steal the game because I'm gonna have it in my pocket unless you beat me up for it. So yeah, right. And then if you beat me up for it, I'm gonna beat your ass back. Right, exactly. <laughs> or exactly. if I can't, I'm gonna get one of my older cousins or something, and we are gonna both beat your ass. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's 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 terrible, and I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but let's go ahead and switch gears. So we're going to switch gears completely from Pokemon and go over to something else. Um, so from the first time when we were talking, I completely missed and forgot to talk about um, Dio Creators. Yes, right? Creators, yep. So I've, I've completely forgot to talk about that, and I feel super bad about that. Um, but Dope. that's something that we share in, share in common here with a, a like for that, a love for that. Um, so let's go ahead and get into that. You want to tell everybody what it's about a little bit? Give them a little so, 411 on that. Diorama Creators was started by uh, Bone Claws Customs, you know, a green dye artist. And essentially it was a, a hub for other um, diorama artists to, to share their work and, and kind of get get their name out there you know it's 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 difficult with the instagram and facebook platform to really get um views and recognition for your work and a lot of great artists kind of went unnoticed and at the same token a lot of people who are looking for dioramas couldn't find you know artists suitable for their for their commissions and things that they wanted to get made so you know decided to have this this platform that was like a uh, a common place for, for the work to get shared exclusively for diorama artists and, and it's it's been extremely successful um before they deleted the uh the first page it, we were at a uh, 13k and you know a lot of people were kind of getting the exposure that they wouldn't have otherwise had unless you know you had a, a hub for it so you know if you look at the diorama creators hashtag we're looking at nearly sixty-five thousand um tags and through that you can kind of find the artist that you you know most most would, would would enjoy when you think about you know your toys or just art in general um a lot of great um masterpieces just on that, on that, on that hashtag so definitely the the vision was to kind of expose this to the to the to the greater the greater stage and collecting and just overall art enjoyment there's definitely a hashtag that i follow and all you guys Definitely need to follow that. You know, make sure to follow the hashtag and as well as the page, the underscore diorama creators underscore. 
yes, yes. More than more than just a, a repost page. It's a it's a it's a channel that you can kind of uh, take advantage of to discover new artists that are you know really trying to get their work shared and, and out in the world. Yeah, man. Like I I love it because it's like it's definitely something as far as an inspiration to somebody like me who doesn't have like a lot of experience. I can look at it. And, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's be, let's be honest. Maybe not everybody could afford a diorama to get, uh, commissioned. You know, if you can, you know, definitely get one, but it, if you can't, maybe you could, you know, follow the hashtag and make one, you know, check out Absolutely. some of the work that people are doing, check out their behind the, um, behind the scenes their work in progress um a lot of the people that i've reached out to and talked to they've been extremely helpful and open to helping me and telling me like their process the materials that they've used you know other things like that i mean don't feel intimidated fucking talk to people ask people they'll they'll uh they'll uh, talk to you absolutely and i think that's the beauty of it you know i I always empower people to, to try and uh, attempt things themselves, you know. There's nothing out there in the world that you can't, you can't, you know, emulate or or, or make your own, or you know, there's no skill set that's above you. You know, if you try and really practice and you kind of work on your craft, you can, mm-hmm. you can really put up, um, you'll surprise yourself. Me, me included, because I wasn't a dial artist, um, and I ended up trying to make stuff on my own, and I've had pretty, <laughs> pretty decent results, <laughs> but. It's like, you know, don't be afraid to try new things, you know. It, it's there's something extremely soothing about, you know, crafting and creating something on your own. You know, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be exactly like your, your source picture or your you know, what you thought it'd be like. Let it become something on its own, you know. Mm-hmm. And just really work on it. It's not it's not an expensive hobby at all. What 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 really drives the price in, in certain types of artwork is the, the skill and the dedication, you know, and the material and, and just that artist journey to get to that point. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for the experience. So definitely worth every penny. But if you can try and do it on your own, I highly recommend it. And it's always encouraged. And the diet community is, is very warm. It's, people are always willing to help and, and share techniques and kind of just really forge those bonds that, that you know, artists these days don't necessarily have so i definitely love the community that we have as far as uh, dioramas and figures and collecting and customizing it's a very tight-knit group and exactly what you said is like um it's honestly not that expensive if you're um resourceful or artistic or use your imagination like i just use like some corrugated cardboard to make like some sheet metal all because, like, I seen it on one of the posts from this, and this was from uh, Reign of Toys, and like he kind of shows off like the sheet metal, and like I paused it, I, I screenshotted it, I'm like, that kind of looks like he just took like one side off of the cardboard, and sure enough, that's what the fuck he did. Um, you know, it was a bitch to sit up there and try to recreate it, and you know, chipping off, chipping off, and taking off that first layer very delicately and it, it took some trial and error um but i was able to do it recreate what he did you know i did a 
base coat of black, then I hit it with the silver, and then I kind of did, um, you know, some breast spots and whatnot, made it look beat up, lived, like, uh, actual, like, it came from something, it wasn't brand new, it's, it's an environment that it's been lived in. I've used it a couple times in the background of shots, and, uh, like I said, guys, you know, check it out, you know, that's one of the guys I've seen that, that fucking does amazing stuff, um, Darth Donata, that's another guy. He does yeah, amazing man. stuff. That Vasco Toys, High School Creations, BTG, mm-hmm. Gold Club, that guy, Customs, man. You got tons of people that just really, you know, Terraformer and, you know, just a wide array. If, if anybody's ever checked out a cremated plastic also, he does a lot of, like, mini replicas and stuff he uses just crazy. So, uh, yeah, Oilers like, Workshop, he does oh, great Oilers, shit. Man, does, hey, dude, his stuff is it's crazy, man. It's nuts what he does. He has this uh, the sci-fi piece he's working on right now. It's it's nuts. It's bananas. It's absurd. Another Reco- guy Reco- I've been watching Reco- for for a while is Inkstar. Inkstar is dope too. He's actually pretty local to me. He's uh is he? Maybe it's, yeah, he's local to me. <laughs> he's a dope dude, man. He does a lot of great um urban effects. Really, yeah, dude. dude his shit is dope. Yeah, man. Uh, so many great artists and, you know, sharing the ideas. and it, It's like a multiplier. You know, you got one guy and, you know, they build up somebody else and it's like we juice each other up and to the point where, you know, you end up with these amazing dials and it's just like nuts. Ricky Panda. <laughs> it's crazy. I definitely love, like, the stuff that they do because, like, I follow the, these guys and I see, like, they hype each other up and they kind of push each other in a friendly way they push each other to um better themselves and one up each other and try to get better try new things um different techniques and things like that so like i said man i I fuck i fucking love it i love all this content and stuff there yeah it's it's awesome bro Uh, and i I can't wait to see what this year brings because every time we get like new action figures we get a a whole new set of dials to go with it so Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good well, yeah, man. I just wanted to bring you back on talk Pokemon, and I couldn't let you go until we talked about diorama creators first. Like, I, I, I mean, well, before we go, you know, before we go, not first, but before we go, because I felt so bad about us not bringing it up on the last time. Um, um, so good. Check it out, yeah. diorama underscore diorama creators underscore on IG. Check us out on Facebook. It's a great community. Everybody's always helpful, and you'll, you'll no doubt leave with one of the three eyes: innovation, ingenuity, or inspiration. So definitely come check it out. Ooh, I like that shit. Boom! Wear, wear that on a t-shirt, man. Put that on a t-shirt. Know, right? Shit, the three yeah, eyes. Like yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. Well, I think that there's a good enough spot to end it. What do you think, Stefan? Yeah, man. Until next time, you know, it's always a pleasure to come out on the show and uh, maybe uh, many more installments to come as things develop. Especially oh, when hell that's, yeah. That spawn comes out. You, know, you already oh. know we're coming back. <laughs> 100%. Can you let them know where they can keep up with you and follow you at? Check me out on at Detour Customs on Instagram. Hashtag Detour Customs. Shops coming soon. I know delayed, but coming soon nonetheless. Uh, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message. I'm always, uh, I'm always out here to chat it up with you guys. So let me know. 
And you can follow me, Gil, your host, over at Black Hole Comics on all social media, YouTube, all that good stuff. And you can follow me over, or find me on different shows throughout the network every week at the Geek Out Show, on uh, What is the Issue, and then a couple other shows here and there that I guest are on every once in a while. And until next time, make sure to stay geeked up and geek out.